Treat dad to the good stuff at Nordstrom Rack and save big. Father's Day is Sunday, June 16th, and Nordstrom Rack's got gifts dad will love up to 60% off. Shirts, activewear, watches, cologne, denim, and more. Find amazing deals on Tommy Bahama, Cole Haan, Original Penguin, and Vince. Great brands, great prices. So get to your Nordstrom Rack store now and make dad's day with gifts up to 60% off. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the July 5th edition of the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher, getting ready to go over all these Eastern Conference moves, and there were quite a few of them. Uh, a lot of guys coming in and out, a lot of even swaps to a degree, and some not so much. With me to talk about all that is Dr. A. Steve Alexander. What's up, man? Nothing, man. Um, you know, Joey Chestnut ate <laughs> 70 hot dogs in 10 minutes yesterday. And I ate uh, two hot dogs in about a half hour. <laughs> yeah, I had a. I think I have to have a hot dog or two. I had two hot dogs myself. As, as much as uh, they're not the most appetizing thing, but something about tradition, right? Well, and just you, you got to eat what's where you what's happening where you are. And where I was, hot dogs were happening. So yeah. I was hungry enough that I, I got it done. But uh, I mean, seventy hot dogs in ten minutes, dude. I can't even. I can't yeah. even get my head around it yeah, uh, are you a ketchup mustard guy or what and just mostly mustard i'll go with chili and cheese if it's available oh but nice I, yeah i'm pretty i'm pretty much a plain guy i don't really put anything on my hot dogs so, yeah i don't know i'm weird uh another yeah. mind mind-blowing thing that i can't really get my head around is it feels like Derek rose was shipped off to the knicks like two months ago like, seriously so much has happened in the last seventy-two hours, it, it's hard to even—it's hard to even fathom how much has happened. Yeah, Ryan and I did a pod on Kevin Durant yesterday. So, what's your what's your take on this whole thing? I mean, it's just so many. You could talk about this move for an hour, two hours. What, what do you think about it? I guess um, I I wouldn't say that I'm mad. It just does, it just feels kind of. I wrote this in my KD Ultimate Warrior column. Uh, it just feels kind of dirty. Hmm. Um, a lot of people I've seen a, a lot of references to you know Michael Jordan didn't didn't go join the Pistons after they beat him down and <laughs> uh, but that's sort of what it what it feels like I mean it just doesn't feel right I'm sure Westbrook is freaking out beside himself and the Thunder need to move him now um, but you know they took uh, Katie's picture off the stadium today <laughs> that was sad and I, I just think about my my kid my eight year old you know like. When Jason Hayward left the Braves, it was hard to explain that to him. But I, you know, he didn't care that much. He was okay. But these kids in Oklahoma that just worship Kevin Durant and he did the Thunderstruck movie. I mean, he is by far the most popular person in the entire state, and he's just gone. Yeah. And you know, it's just a lot of sad people today. Yeah, it's um. You mentioned the Kevin Durant picture coming down. There's a picture on the internet that has the Durant picture, kind of half. Right, Jordan. Bates. Yep, I love that. <laughs> I can't. I can't you get enough. Get that. enough I really can't. I really can't. I know it's immature, and it's probably. I know people like hate it, but the, I think the people that hate it make it better. Well, and enough people obviously like it that it's not yeah. going away anytime soon. The crying Jordan face is is become its own. Uh, It'll be a trivia question one day. Oh yeah, it's like who's um who's the basketball player that the crying Jordan is? Like oh yeah, Michael Jordan. He was okay at basketball. Um, all right, so we got too much to talk about. Um, let's just get down to it. We're gonna go alphabetical for East. We'll kind of spend more time on the teams that have relevant moves, and then kind of skip through the not so relevant ones. So starting with the Hawks, very busy. Uh, they lost Al Horford, but they got Dwight Howard. There was some talk about them trying to trade Millsap. Move some guys around. They re-signed Bazemore for a huge deal for $70 million. Jeff Teague is gone, so Dennis Schroeder's going to get huge minutes. Very different-looking team. Um, what What's your kind of – is there anyone that you like a, a little more, a little bit less? I mean, Millsap's going to be a superstar, I think. Yeah, I think Millsap's value uh, went up. Bazemore re-signed. He's probably um, going to have a good season. Dennis Schroeder obviously is, is – uh, in line for a big season. Uh, this whole Dwight Howard thing, man. I mean, it, I've had 
two people yesterday told me they're not going to watch a Hawks game as long as he plays for them. Uh, then I was on the radio 10 minutes ago with KDB in, in Gainesville, Georgia, and she's like, oh, my gosh, I cannot stand, stand Dwight Howard. Uh, you know, I, I think this move would have been looked at as a good one six years ago. Yeah. Uh, not today. I mean, you got the historic documentation of him being a, a locker room cancer. You've got, he can't shoot free throws. He's kind of old. He's got a lot of mileage on those legs. He's got a bad back. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I mean, uh, the Hawks look like they're poised for another, you know, first round and done, if that. Yeah, if that. Um, definitely. I you're, you're, I saw some people writing that Horford's a better, uh, Howard's a better player than Horford. I, I don't see it. Um, yeah, I mean, Howard, like you said, he played 71 games last year, but like you said, uh, but to his defense, that Houston locker room was a disaster. Um, like, they never had anything come to grips. There was the beef with him and Harden and all that stuff. So I give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, fantasy-wise, we all know the deal with him in season long. You can't touch him for free throws. But I expect him to have a pretty decent year. I mean, he's going to get, I think, a decent amount of shots. He's going to rebound the ball. A ton, but yeah, I mean, the back injury scares me too. Like, kind of a super, super deep sleeper, kind of like Eddie Tavares, like in a 30 team <laughs> league. I want to see what he does. He has like an eight foot wingspan, um, crazy block rate. So, I'm kind of rooting for Dwight to get hurt so we could see a little bit of him. <laughs> but yeah, I think Millsap's a borderline first rounder again. Um, Al Horford has a higher usage rate than Howard does, plus the Howard injury risk is higher. So, it sets up huge for Millsap. Uh, like you said, Schroeder, I love in like DFS. We're going to be talking about him a lot uh, in points leagues, but I'm a little bit skeptical in season long for bad free throw shooting, high turnovers, not a great three point shooter. So there's a lot of downsides uh, to him that I'm, I'm kind of off with. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. And then, like you said, I like Bazemore a little bit more. Um, Bazemore played a lot of point guard coming up. I mean, when he had. He was basically the best player in Summer League in 2013, and he was the primary ball handler, and we saw him do it at times, too. He actually ran the point um, very briefly during the season when they would bench Schroeder and Teague, uh, so that was kind of a nice wrinkle, and I think we'll see that based on how they don't have a backup point guard, really. Uh, respect to Malcolm Delaney. <laughs> so anything else on the Hawks you want to add? Not really. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> I'm going to be talking about them enough. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to Brooklyn. Uh, they, hey, I, I got a I got a question for you. Does it drive you nuts that the Roto World database that you and I work in has the Brooklyn Nets in front of the yes. Celtics? <laughs> I was just about to say that because I did it. I did the list off that. So I guess we'll go Boston and keep it. Uh, why does it do that again? I forget. I, I don't know. I don't know why we why we can't go in and fix it. But it's it's in our main administrative hub, and I don't think it's a simple just go yeah. in and swap them out fix uh but it drives me nuts it's also like minnesota and milwaukee i think i think might be reversed too and it, it just drives me crazy in fact i may make that a mission today to get that fixed nice that that, that will make uh we get probably the what five emails a year about that like hey these guys are out of order right yes and, uh, and it, it is Highly frustrating for those of us who deal with it every single day. <laughs> All right, so let's keep it true. We'll go Boston first. Um, interesting moves, obviously, picking up Al Horford on a max deal. Getting a little bit older, but coming off a really nice season. We know Horford pretty much perennially a top 20-ish kind of player in season-long leagues. But again, he's 30, uh, so it's uh, going to be on the downside, but I still love him. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's a great move for Boston, man. I mean, they're they were already an up and coming team, and they've got the prob one of the best coaches in the league, and he's super young, and it's just a great move for Boston, man. I, I love it. Yeah, where do you see them? Two seed threat or what? I think they're a two seed threat. Yeah, me too. Um, will it ha- will it happen? I don't I don't know, but I I mean I don't think they'll be worse than four. Yeah, and then the other thing to think about, all those assets, and they still have a little bit of a hole up front uh, at power forward. I mean, so they're probably going to want to do something there. And with all those, they have two more Nets picks, uh, a lot of youth they just picked up. 
with their, I think, what, they traded a couple draft picks, so they had, what, six draft picks, um, three in the first, I think, with uh, Jalen Brown. Uh, I thought Demetrius Jackson was, like, a first-round caliber player, too, so um, Brown looked pretty decent last night. I'll talk about him in a second. But uh, Terry Rozier looked good. So, I mean, they have so much depth. they got to do something. Yeah, well, they have plenty of guys that can play power forward or center. I mean, they've got Horford, they've got Amir Johnson, they got Kelly Olenek. Um, so, I mean, they're going to make it work. Um, they just don't have that true stud center that they're kind of missing. Um, but, you know, they, they can make it work with what they've got. Like you said, they're deep. Yeah, how do you think that fits with... The Hawks going from Horford to Dwight, so I mean, Horford really spaced the floor, so that allowed them to get in the lane a little bit more, um, but now they have Dwight down there. But with Boston, they kind of always like that floor spacing guy, but they played Amir a little bit, they played a Linux for that reason. So I think having that open floor is going to help out guys like Isaiah Thomas and Avery Bradley, I still kind of like a little bit. Um, Jay Crowder was awesome for season-long fantasy. Do you see them as kind of a little bit of a dip or a little bit of a, a rise on uh, with Horford in there, uh, I, I, like you said, Horford can shoot the three. Um, he's he's an underrated three point shooter, so I, I think it helps helps everybody. Yeah, I see uh, Thomas being fine, but I think Horford being a more reliable offensive threat. I think we'll see Bradley's numbers come down a little bit. Same with Crowder. Um, I could see those guys losing a, a little bit on the scoring side, but I expect them to be a little more efficient. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm not like totally freaking out. I think Crowder was probably looking at like a fourth round kind of value. And I'm thinking he's probably more like a fifth and Bradley's more of like a seventh ish, something like that. He had a great start, but it kind of cooled off. Yeah. I, I'm not going to be jumping over good players to get my hands on Jay Crowder in uh, this year's fancy drafts. But you know, if he's there in the fifth or sixth round, uh, I, I don't have a problem with drafting him there. Yep. So, um, Jalen Brown, real quick, I, I like what I saw out of him last night uh, in Summer League, uh, really attacking the basket. He's hurt, though. He's actually out for tonight with a little knee injury. He'll be okay. Um, do you see him as any sort of a factor in his rookie season? Well, I mean, yeah, I kind of do. I, I don't think he's going to be the rookie of the year playing on a uh, team so deep, but I think he, I think he can make an impact, uh, a late round fantasy impact, possibly in a in a twelve team. Yeah, I mean, I would, I wouldn't, I would probably blow my last pick on Jalen Brown. Uh, I don't think I would. Yeah. Those other guys are like, yeah, I mean, there's he's you're basically counting on two guys getting hurt, uh, so I don't know. It's just it seems like a. A lot to ask. You'd need Jay Crowder to get hurt for him to have any impact. And he didn't shoot the ball well. Not a great shooter. Um, he looked actually he had a really nice block on Ben Simmons. But yeah, a lot needs to happen. So th- I think there's other guys I'd rather target. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it would be a last last round yeah. flyer if I did it. But um, it, it depends on who else is sitting out there at yeah. the time too. I'm just from a having the entire without having a draft in front of me. Yeah. You know, it seems like Jalen Brown, based on where he was drafted, might be worth a flyer. But like we said, man, this team is so deep. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be tough for him to, to really get the minutes he needs to, to make a huge impact. The other avenue, probably a more favorable one, would be if the Celtics trade him. Yeah. So maybe he gets trade to, traded to a, a team that guts their roster, like say a Jimmy Butler trade or something like that. Which I, I think is not out of the question, <laughs> which is crazy. Wait, yeah, since Boston didn't get Durant, they may go all in on on Jimmy B or yeah. something. Yeah, I think that's probably why they had uh, they didn't go through. The, I thought the, um, the closest they were, they wanted the number three and Noel. Um, I'm sorry, they wanted the Lakers pick and Noel for that uh, that number three spot, and it, and the Seventy Sixers justifiably so said no. <laughs> So uh, I think they'll probably soften on, on their asking price and something will go down there. Anything else on Boston? Mm, no. Okay, so I'm switching to Brooklyn. This team is gutted with roster depth. Uh, they picked up Jeremy Lin. Jeremy J- uh, Jarrett Jack got waived. 
They drafted Isaiah Whitehead, point guard, out of Seton Hall in the second round. They also drafted Karis LeVert with the 20th pick. That was from the Thaddeus Young deal. They uh, picked up a couple low, esoteric-ish kind of power forwards. Justin, you remember Justin Hamilton? Yep. Man, he had a, a good week and a half. Like At the end of the season, man, he carried a lot of people. Uh, if you played a head-to-head, man, he had, I think, like, Two steals. He was good uh, his last time with uh, with the Wolves. And, yeah, it was, it was cool. And they also picked up Trevor Booker. So they have him to kind of compete with my boy, Chris McCullough. Um, they're going to lose Willie Reed, it sounds like. And they picked up uh, Ed, Edigibius Makovicius uh, up front for a fun one. And also Yogi Ferrell, another young player they added. But, yeah, young roster. Rondé Hollis Jefferson still there. Uh, Bohan Bogdanovich is still there. Brooke Lopez obviously is is a force, but also going to be a trade candidate. So, uh, what jumps out at you on this team? Uh, well, the fact that Justin Hamilton was not in the depth charts jumped out at me, so I'm adding <laughs> him right now. <laughs> we had him in Europe, uh, but uh, yeah, they lost Thaddeus Young too. Um, Jeremy Lin, he's going to be a Draftable point guard, I think he's going to start for the Nets. This this roster just doesn't look very good, though. <laughs> Boston it's, has to like that. They have their pick unprotected again. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a good one, I think. Uh, I mean, there's just not much to love about what is here. I mean, half the guys on the roster, the average NBA fan, isn't even really going to be familiar with. And they're, their most famous player is probably... Jeremy Lin, like yeah. he's, he's the biggest name they've got, and that says it all. Yeah, and he's definitely more of a, a name over a talent. No knock on Lin, who had a great year last year. Uh, but yeah, he's definitely not, uh, he's probably top five, in the or bottom five in the starting point guards. Um, yeah, but I mean, I didn't like Lin going there. I wanted to see some Isaiah Whitehead and Karis LeVert and all that. Um, what, what, what's your thoughts on LeVert or Whitehead? Either of those guys tickle your fancy a little bit or no? I mean, on a team this bad, <laughs> they, they could both make an impact. They would be better late flyers than Jalen. Yeah, garbage time is going to be uh, a fun one <laughs> with the, with that team, so... I think Whitehead will be more of our DFS, especially if Lynn gets hurt, where Levert, uh, better shooter, does a little bit more across the board. I think he'll be more of our, our season-long pick. He has three left foot injuries in his career at Michigan, so got to be careful there. But what about uh, Bohan and Rondé? I mean, I thought they were interesting. Uh, yeah, they're both interesting. But again, man, this this roster, I don't I don't even know. I don't even know what to make of it. Um Rondé's yeah. a, I think Rondé's a, a dark horse for top five in steals. A lot of people like Rondé, man. Yeah. Um, he, he's going to be – he's going to be – I could see him shooting up our sleeper list by the time drafts get here. For sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, steals are – they carry you, man. If you get a guy who has 2.0 steals a game, you have to be pretty damn bad not to be in the top 100 because just this, those steals are so valuable and kind of rare. And I could see him being like a 2.2, 2.3 kind of steel guy. He really likes to be aggressive in passing lanes. Yeah. Okay, so um, Chris McCullough I like too as a sleeper. Uh, if he can kind of beat out Hamilton and Booker. But he needs to have a, a killer camp for sure. Booker's kind of a sneaky. And Hamilton too. I think Hamilton could be sneaky. Uh, whoever kind of comes out of that group. Someone's going to have to play next to Brooke. And Hamilton can space a little bit. Uh, he can shoot three. So he'd be a good fit next to Brooke. So I think yeah, I'm who, they're, who they're starting power forward is going to be is is one of the great mysteries uh, in basketball right now. Yeah, and I want to see where Thomas Robinson goes. He's likely heading out as well. Uh, move on. Yep. Okay. So Hornets. They had a lot of guys they had to bring back, and they did for the most part. They lost out on Lynn, but they replaced him with Ramon Sessions. That's kind of a, a lateral move for me. Uh, I like Sessions in this in this scheme. Uh, they were able to re-sign Nick Batum. They picked up Marco Bellinelli, kind of curiously, uh, for a first-round pick. Um, they re-signed Marvin Williams. And the other note, I, old Big Al's gone. Roy Hibbert's in. So, do you see, we saw Jefferson come off the bench. Do you see Hibbert starting now? I would assume he's going to start, but he was so bad last year. And, you know, I've always kind of been a Hibbert guy. I always rooted, rooted for him, and I, I ended up drafting him you know, last few years in some leagues and 
he's just been a huge disappointment. So losing Big Al is going to have an impact on that team, I think. And uh, Hibbert's going to have to step up, but I don't know if he can do it. Yeah, he is a he's like an evil twin of Al Jefferson. Like they're they're both a really really slow, getting older, decreasing in skill. But Hibbert's defense is okay, and his offense is a joke. And Jefferson's defense is terrible, and his offense is okay. So it's kind of a weird fit. So yeah, he I think he has to start. I'm not going to ask for a lot of shots like Jefferson does. So good fit. Yeah, I mean I could see myself spending a late round pick if I totally missed out on blocks. Uh, I'm sure we'll hear about Roy Hibbert doing something crazy in the off season, karate. Yoga, whatever he's going to do, working out with Tim Duncan. There's always some fun Roy Hibbert off-season story. Um, but yeah, um, Frank Kaminsky's going to play some five. They still have Cody Zeller there. So there's, I mean, and then Michael Co- Michael Kidd Gilchrist is back, who really looked good uh, before his shoulder injury, and then couldn't really play at all last year when he aggravated it. So, uh, but yeah, well, I love Batum. I love Kemba again. I think those guys are second, third rounders. What about Marvin? Marvin was. Paul, one of the biggest steals of the draft or pickup of the year if you play him like a ten teamer. He was uh he was he was the surprise of the year and we just kept waiting for him to fall off a cliff and it it started to happen late in the season, but man, he, he had a really surprising season. So um he's got something to build on and maybe maybe he'll do it again. I don't trust him, but it's possible he has another big year. Yeah, he finished top 50. And I, I liked hearing that they're looking to play Kaminsky at the 5. I mean, you could tell Clifford has a lot of confidence in Williams again. So I'm not spending a top 50 pick on him. But if he starts sliding to like 80, 90, which he probably can, um, definitely someone to take a look at. Move on. Yep. Okay, so we got Chicago, very busy team. Derrick Rose is gone. Rajon Rondo's in. Jerry Grant's in. Jose Calderon's in. Spencer Dinwiddie's in. Uh, they drafted Denzel Valentine, who is a shooting guard, but he was awesome. Um, one of the high guys in assists. Very good passer. Very well-rounded. Has some neat concerns. Um, and then they lost Joakim Noah. Pal Gasol's gone. So they're going to go. And Taj Gibson will be on the trade block, so they still have Miritich. Bobby Portis, Cristiano Felicio was really good last year. Came out of nowhere. I thought he was terrible, but he played well. And then Robin Lopez they picked up in that Derrick Rose deal, which was a really nice get for them. So Jimmy Butler, I think we're in agreement that he's a a late first. Yeah, I think Jimmy Butler's a a late first-round pick. Um, If he's still with the Bulls, I mean, there's a lot of teams still gunning for Jimmy Butler, and uh, it'll be interesting to see if the Bulls trade him. Yeah, I think. Do you think he'll be hurt too much if he gets traded, or what? I doubt it, man. I mean, yeah. if somebody trades for him; they're going to be trading for him because of what he did in Chicago, and they're going to want it, want him to do that for them. So, uh, I'm not too worried about his fantasy value if he gets traded, uh, but it could bump him from being a first round pick to a second or third round pick. Yeah, depending I'm not, on where yeah, he lands. I'm not too worried about it. I mean, Derek Rose, super high usage player. He's gone. Um, Rondo's pretty low usage as far as shots go. Losing Pau Gasol, another decently used player. So, I mean, he's he's in like in a great spot right now. But like you said, that's kind of why. He'd probably be more like a 7-8 pick. But now with, with the trade risk, he's like 12-ish, 11-ish. Yeah. It's his team, man. I mean, you have a player like that, they're going to have to get a crazy haul. To, to get him off their books. Yep, and he, like you said, I mean, he's he's the man. This is his team, so he's going to have a crazy season. Uh, may, lead, may lead the league in minutes uh, again if if uh, if he stays. Yeah, hopefully he could stay healthy. He kind of ran out of gas late in the year with a lot of injuries. So let's talk about Rondo, guy who is just knocking on the door for top 50 value. Pretty solid. I mean, I, I was way down on him. He was probably one of my bigger misses. Um, but yeah, he was good. What do you, I mean, is he someone you're going to want to look at at all? I mean, I'm not a Rondo guy. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if he's there when, and all the good point guards are gone in the middle of my draft, I'm going to take Rondo. Uh, and like you, I, I was not expecting much last season, but he, he was really pretty good for most, especially the first half. Um, so I was a little surprised by that. I, I wouldn't shy away from drafting Rondo, but I'm, I don't think I'm going to have him circled and targeted either. Yeah, I think people will be after him probably like 
50, 60, 70 range. I'm probably more like 70, 80 range. Yeah. And I think I think he'll be gone there. Um, so that kind of puts the kibosh on guys like I was. I wanted to see what Jerry and Grant did, but I mean he's not a starting caliber point guard, so he's he's done. Uh, what about Denzel Valentine, rookie? Anything you do with him or no? Yeah, I don't know enough about him really to, to make intelligent comments at this point. Yeah. Um, I like him I, more than Jalen Brown. I think he's going to have a bigger role for sure. Yeah, yeah. This team is gutted. Um, so yes, he he's gonna he's gonna play, but he's he's got to deal with Jimmy Butler too. Yeah. All right. So what? We'll uh, stick with the free agency here with uh, Robin Lopez, another guy who had a pretty great year. Do you see him gaining, losing? I mean, he was a seventh rounder who had a terrible start, uh, and then he really picked it up. So I think he's a fine pick. I mean, I love this guy. Good blocks, good percentages. Not the greatest rebounder, but doesn't really hurt you anywhere. Uh, I love guys like that for for my centers, like my second center. Or so, so like I'm good with him around seventy five. Yeah, man, Rolo. Uh, plus, like Felicio's there to play center, but that's about it. Um, so I think. Robin Lopez is going to have a huge workload, play a lot of minutes, and uh, I'm I'm going to say he's he's going to have his best season yet uh, this year for the Bulls. I think so. A tempo style. I don't think his minutes are going to be too eye popping, but yeah, the tempo will offset that. So I mean, I don't think people will be aggressive on him. And if you could pick him up at seventy, we've seen we've seen him go off for months at a time where he's a top twenty player because of his high his high floor. So definitely like him. All right, um, I don't like McDermott. Again, um, and I don't really like. Do you like Miritich? I like him a little bit, but after last year's disappointing season, yeah, he's when he's when he's hot and when he's playing well, he's super fun to own. But it's so inconsistent. Yeah, he's then, just tough to trust. And then Bobby Portis as well. If Taj gets traded, then I think that opens up things for those two guys. So I like them both as late picks, uh, more so with Miritich because of his upside. All right, so move on. Good. Yes, sir. All right, we'll kind of focus more on the free agent side of things here. So we got the Cavs. They have lost Matthew Delvadova. They drafted Kay Felder, a uh, crazy athletic, super small guard. He may play um, for whatever the, the Cavs. I'm sure the Cavs will send someone cheap. But J.R. Smith, still a free agent. Um, Timofey Mozgov, worst deal of the offseason for you so far? Six, yep. Yeah, four years, $64 million. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> but uh, so... I mean, we don't need to spend too much time on these guys. Nothing really changes here. Well, I think that I think the thing everybody wants to talk about with Cleveland is is this Dwayne Wade talk that's out there this morning, possibly teaming up with LeBron to create another super team to go after the Warriors. Uh, I think that would be pretty uh, pretty fun and interesting to see go down. Um, and I mean. Wade would slide right into that shooting guard spot so nicely. So they need they need Wade if they're gonna if they're gonna win another title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. LeBron have to take such a pay cut, but I mean he he's got the money anyways. I mean Nike pays him a gazillion dollars, so he doesn't he definitely doesn't need the the twenty four twenty five million or whatever pay cut he'd have to take, which is crazy. I don't need twenty five million. I'd rather uh, rather have Wade here. <laughs> yeah, and, and cha- changing topics briefly, uh, Mozgov going to the Lakers was one of the worst signings that I've seen. Uh, how about the Warriors picking up Zaza Pachulia for like two million dollars? Yeah, I like because Zaza more than Mozgov. And when I wrote my Durant piece yesterday, you know, I was mentioning that there was, would be a center to be named later yeah. uh, to start for them, and it looks like it's going to be Zaza. So. Uh, that's pretty interesting out west, but I know we're doing East Coast, so yeah. we can carry on here. We'll get to that, and, and uh, don't forget, Zaza almost got an All Star nod with the voting, so they they almost had a, an All Star center fill in there. Uh, anyways, anything else on Cavs? We could talk more about Wade when we get to Miami. Yeah, I'm I'm good. Okay, not much going on with Detroit either. They picked up Ish Smith on a nice deal. Three years, $18 million. Uh, I love Ish Smith. Good fit. Love pick and roll stuff with him. Um, everything's pretty much the same. They picked up John Lower. They drafted Henry Ellenson, who I thought looked pretty good in summer league so far. Um, but yeah, nothing really. And Stanley Johnson's looked kind of down. Uh, Darian Hilliard actually uh, has a stress fracture in his back. So he's hurting a little bit. But anything... 
Um, and then Drummond obviously resigned. Anthony Tolliver's also gone. He's in Sacramento too. Not that that matters. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's nothing really too big on this one for me. No, I like John Luer, um as a player. Um, he should he should be a good bench player for the Pistons. Uh, and I, I'm interested to see if we can get a Stanley Johnson breakout. But that's going to be tough to do with Marcus Morris around. Yeah, I like I like I think Johnson will take some minutes from Morris. Uh, we saw Morris kind of fade a little bit as the year went on. Had a really nice start, but kind of fizzled out. Anything else you want to? I mean, Reggie Jackson, kind of disappointing. We know the deal with Drummond. Um, I still like Tobias Harris, who was solid right out of the gate. He you know he pretty much cracked top you know fifth sixth round uh, without any without any off season with Stan Van Gundy. So um, definitely a guy I like. Yep, let's let's roll on to the Pacers. All right, so we got Pacers, arguably the most busy team of anyone. They have Jeff Teague and George Hill out. They traded for Thaddeus Young for the 20th pick in the draft. They picked up Al Jefferson. There's some Monte trade rumors. They lost Solo Hill. They're likely to lose Jordan Hill. And uh, a guy I like they picked up in the draft, George Yang, who's looked pretty good in uh, Summer League. Uh, he may get in the rotation. Uh, and then Miles Turner is, I think he's going to start with Al Jefferson coming off the bench and possibly break out. Um, and then Joseph Young's looked pretty good in summer league as well. So a uh, lot of potential fantasy storylines with this team. And not only fantasy, I think the Pacers are up there with Boston to compete for that number two seed in the East now. Yeah. Um, added Jeff Teague and Thaddeus Young and Al Jefferson. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty good. Um, Still have Paul George. Got uh, Miles Turner starting at center. So there's a lot to like about this Pacer team, I think. Yeah, that fantasy wise, Thad was great last year. Top 40 player with uh, best rebounding season he's had. Did a little bit with steals. Uh, not, didn't totally destroy you in free throws. Uh, he takes a big hit here. Uh, he's a guy that you're looking before the deal. He was looking probably like 55, 60, and now he's looking at probably like 85, 90, I'd say. I'm going to lose a lot of shots in this offense, maybe even 100, 110. Um, that's the one I'm going to be after. But I love Miles Turner. I think he's probably a guy I'm going to target. Uh, I think people may see the Al Jefferson deal as like, all right, maybe Turner's not going to go off. I don't think so. I think Turner's fine regardless. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, great free throw shooter. Blocks are going to be really good. So those two things alone. Shot blocking, good free throw shooting guys. That's the Serge Ibaka special. Those guys can really put up huge fantasy value for you. Uh, well, you make a Teague. I mean, a guy who, very down year, said he played through a patella tendon issue. Um, so maybe he was, not, you know, that's why he wasn't good. So where do you see him? I mean, a guy who was pretty much hanging around like third or fourth round value when he's going well. Um, a guy you're looking at at all or no? Uh, yeah, I'd draft Teague. Mm-hmm. Um I, I think he's happy to be out of Atlanta. He's from in Indianapolis and played high school at Pike uh, there in Indy. So he's going home, and uh, he's it's his offense. So he needs to – his biggest problem has been in, inconsistency. And he – you know, some nights he looks like he wants to take over the world and he, lo- he looks dominant, and other nights he just kind of disappears into the, into the background. So hopefully he steps up and uh, – runs this team and, and hands out 10 dimes a night to Paul George. That'd be nice. Yeah, they're, I want to see him play off the ball a little bit. He was very kind of on ball, but they're going to run more stuff through George. But Teague's a good shooter, so good fit. Yeah, I'm probably thinking like fifth-ish round. Uh, just the usage is going to dip. Um, and then hopefully if Monta gets traded, that'll help out. Monta takes a massive hit uh, with, with this move, a guy who had a down year too, by the way. So, I mean, Monta's almost barely not even worth drafting. What do you think? Wow. I don't. I mean, I don't see it, man. He really. He. He. I, I wasn't impressed with what he did last year at all. No, he wasn't good last year, and he shoots so much. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they trade him. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he's down in free field goal percentage. Wasn't great from the line. Uh, yeah, man. Turnovers were a little too high. It just doesn't do it for me. I mean, with, with T going there, they ran a lot of stuff through Monta too, and it's not going to be there anymore. So yeah, I mean, I may have over exaggerated, but I'm I'm not taking him in, in with a top 100 pick anymore. Yeah, I think he's gonna go 
before that in drafts because of his name mm-hmm. recognition. People are going to draft him. Yeah. Um, but I think you and I and a lot of Roto Roto World people are not going to be uh, taking the bait. Yeah. Monta have it all. He he's uh he's had too much. Now he's going to have to give some of it back. <laughs> All right, so let's get to the heat. Really, f- anything else? No, nope. What about Al- what about Al Jefferson? No, two center league, late. Yeah, I'll take him. But uh, he's going to be thirty-two in January. He's already I don't really him- starting to decline. I don't want him to be my starting center. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't put him in probably top fifty centers, man. <laughs> he's gonna go- he's gonna get hurt again, and his upside's not even that good, anyways. His shot blocking's really falling off, so. Yeah, I'm good with that. All right, so we got Miami. Um, interesting thing with them is uh, Tyler Johnson has a, an offer sheet from the Nets, so that's something we can probably think. But we'll wait for that on a, a later pod. Not a huge impact player, but huge deal. Um, they have lost the Well Dang to the Lakers and Joe Johnson to the Jazz. So it is Justice Winslow time, a guy they are really trying to put extra pressure on him for his offense in summer league. So uh, a guy I was really down on last year, but I'm warming up to Winslow this year. What do you think? Yeah, man. I mean, he looks like a, like he, he looks like he'll be on all of our sleeper lists this year because he's the, he's the small forward in Miami and he's little dang's gone. It's, it's Winslow time. I, I think he's going to have a good season. Yeah, I'm definitely warming up to him. Uh, I like what I saw in summer league too, so he's uh, on the radar. But yeah, I, I think I think people may be on him a little bit more. They see that big bump, but he's not the greatest fantasy friendly guy. Not huge, huge, too huge on steals. Not the great offensive guy yet. Really young, so maybe he grows into something. Uh, and then Josh Richardson too, another guy who may gain. We're waiting on Wade. If Wade's gone, uh, definitely like Richardson. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, we'll, we'll kind of put that on hold. Hassan Whiteside. Resigned for the Max, um, a guy who was so so good after the break. I mean, he's one of the best players for fantasy. Um, I mean, he's going to probably cost you first or second rounder. Are you willing to spend that? Uh, I would take Hassan in the second round. I would be okay with that. Yeah, I do not want him in the first round. I'd rather have him in the third. Yeah, I don't. I don't see how he makes it past the second. I mean, he was number seven last year. And season long, so I think he was like two or three after the break. He was so good, uh, but yeah, he's not not my style. Um, are you buying the free throw bump? He had a, a made a ton of free throws after the break. Uh, anything's possible. <laughs> All right, Kevin Garnett. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, well, this team's kind of in flux. We'll kind of put them on hold a little bit. Uh, Bucks, ready for some Bucks? Yeah, they have Matthew Delavadova, not officially, but uh, it's going to go down. The Cavs will not match on their offer sheet. They drafted Malcolm Brogdon, who I like quite a bit. Um, they picked up Mirza Toledovic uh, on a three-year, thirty million dollar deal. He looks pretty good. Uh, and then Giannis Antetokounmpo is supposed to handle the ball a lot, so that's going to be a fun one. It looks like they're going to keep Chris Middleton. Greg Monroe is perpetually on the trade block. Uh, anyone here that? you're kind of like, I mean, obviously we, we've talked about Giannis a ton as like a late first rounder. Um, so yeah, feel free to add on him or anybody else you like. Yeah. I love Giannis. Obviously um, we've got him penciled in at point guard, which is going to be pretty fun. Like you said, this, this team, there's a lot of, lot to love about the bucks from fantasy standpoint, just watching them on TV. Um, they're, they're a pretty fun team. Uh, Chris Middleton. I'm hoping he can do it again. He he's, He's a good player. He's fun to own. Um, Jabari Parker was better last year than I think I thought he was going to be. Yeah, he came around at the end. And they they've got Toledovich too, three point specialist. Um, Great fit, by the way. Yeah, I think it's a good good move by them. So there's a lot to like about this team. Uh, I assume John Henson is off everybody's radar after last year's disaster. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, I think I want to see where they play Parker. I mean, they haven't really hit anyone on the wing yet. I mean, they picked up Brogdon, but they got to add somebody else. And if not, we'll probably see a little bit more of Jabari the three, so that'll be good for him. I'm sure they're working on his three-pointers, like, a ton. So I like Parker. You mentioned Middleton. Middleton was a top 30 player last year. So he's going to cost you a guy on the upswing, too. So he's going to cost you a third or fourth rounder, which I'm kind of okay with. 
Um, I'm definitely. I'm, I'd be okay with taking him in the fourth. You with me on yeah, that one? OJ Mayo kicked out of the league. Oh. So that that uh that clears up room for more room for Middleton. Yeah, oh, good old OJ. OJ man, don't name your kids OJ. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, anything else you want to add? We'll kind of fly through this here. We got a lot of teams with a lot of stuff. So yeah, let's get to Knicks. Uh, Derek Rose in, Brandon Jennings in, Calderon Grant out, Courtney Lee on a huge deal, four year, fifty million dollar deal. Aaron Follow out, Joe Noah in. Robin Lopez out. A lot of moves here. Uh, anyone? Chris Tats Porzingis is going to be uh, highly coveted. Probably looking at second round. Um, third at the very worst. I, there's no way Porzingis will go past the third. Um, anybody? I mean, I don't really like anyone besides him. Carmelo's going to get probably... He may slide. I mean, I'm looking at Melo like maybe fourth. He was bad last year. Yeah, uh, Melo was bad the last two years. And uh, I... He's kind of on my never again list right now. Same. He's he's too much money. He's he's too much too high of a draft pick. You have to spend to get him uh, for what he does. And yeah. I I just want no part of it. Yeah, people fall in love with the points per game, man. No thanks. Uh, what about Joe Kimnoa? Any chance he could have a revival? Uh, Thirty-one years old, ter- hurt all the time. So I mean, I'm okay with a late round pick, but I'm not spending anything more than like seventy-five. Yeah, I'm not either. He's he's always hurt, always hurt. Um, and you know, we saw him go on that triple double tear when Derrick Rose was gone. But you know, when Rose came back, Noah really wasn't all that great. Um, but just the injury risk is makes him pretty tough to deal with. Yep, um, yep. It's interesting they they've got Rose and Brandon Jennings now. <laughs> um, but if the stars align and Derrick Rose. And uh, Noah can both stay healthy and play a lot of games. The Knicks, Knicks could could make make some noise. Any interest in Rose? Not really. No, me neither, man. Uh, I don't even. Do you think he even resigns next year? Like, do you think this is his last season? Is that, is that crazy? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I there was a time where I thought he was about ready to shut it down, but I, I don't feel like he's there right now. I feel like feel like he wants to go to New York and and rebuild his career. Yeah, there, and I think all these these huge contracts uh, is, is helping him want to play a little bit more again. Yeah, um, I mean he'll probably. I don't, I don't. We'll get to that later. Um, yeah, I think we'll talk about him in DFS. But this guy was not even worth owning last year. Another year older, uh, gonna have Melo taking shots away from him. So no thanks. Move on to another team very busy in the Magic. Victor Oladipo traded to OKC. They picked up uh, Jody Meeks. They picked up Jeff Green. They picked up DJ Augustine, Serge Ibaka, Bismack Biyombo. A lot of names that are getting plugged in in a very strange rotation. Uh, some reports saying Aaron Gordon's going to start at the three. Uh, they still have Mario Hazonia there. They re-signed Evan Fournier. And this team is very odd. It's puzzling to me. Anybody, and I don't like Alfred Payton. Um, anybody that... And Vucevic, I mean, he could be traded, too. So what, what's your impressions on this? Well, I was kind of bummed when Serge Ibaka came to town to ruin Aaron Gordon. But if Aaron Gordon's going to start at small forward, that that's intriguing to me. I, I, I love Gordon, if, and I hope we can see him uh, develop and, and get the minutes he needs. And Scott Skiles is gone, so that, that should help. <laughs> Yeah, it always helps when Scott Skiles is gone. I mean, <laughs> what is Frank Govogel doing, man? I mean, that is a lot of defense um, with Bismack and Serge. I mean, and Gordon. I mean, that that when I mean, they had that lineup out there, I mean, those guys could block like ten shots in a game, um, maybe more. Yeah. So, well, anybody, um, what do you think about Biz? Do you, I mean, if it sounds like the guy who broke the story. Uh, worked for the AP, John Correct. I can't pronounce his last name, John K, I'll call him. Uh, he was saying that Biombo's going there to start, but then a lot of people were, I mean, Josh Robbins covers it for the Sentinel. He's awesome. He was saying that they still have Vooch and they're going to run a three-big rotation with Surge. So I, I see Vooch as a big loser from this. Uh, I'm a little too concerned. I mean, I think if he gets traded, I don't really see how that's going to help his value much. But this guy hangs around top 30 value all the time. So what are you doing with him? Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, how does Biombo start over Vooch 
and Serge Ibaka. I, I don't know. I, uh, I, I, I'm more inclined to believe that Biombo will not be starting, but mm. it's weird if he does. Um, but yeah, Vooch, uh, Vooch is going to take a hit out of this one way or the other because Aaron Gordon is a true power forward and Serge Ibaka is a big man. And Biombo's a big man, so Vooch is going to have to take a hit somewhere. Yeah, and Aaron Gordon, his whole time, he says, I want to play the three, I want to play the three, and they're going to give him a chance now. Uh, and actually, we have some breaking news uh, about the Magic. Uh, they are making a trade here, a uh, very small trade. It is Shabazz Napier to Portland for cash. So, <laughs> But fun. It's always, I love when we have a, a trade right when we're talking about that team. Um so, yeah, and there's no fantasy ramifications there. Um, yeah, I still like Gordon. I, I'm still looking to take him late middle rounds. Uh, I like his upside, and I think uh, I think he's going to get the chance to play at the three. I mean, why else would they make these moves? Um, I think Vogel can kind of open him up a little bit. Uh, I really like that factor, too. So, but And what about Serge? Second rounder? Third rounder? I don't know, man. I, I Burned us last year, huh? I just didn't like what I saw from Serge last year. There's a lot of big, big guys on this team, and he's never played with them before. So I, I think it could be a, another down year for Serge. I, I don't think I want him in the second or third round. Yeah, you're going. I think I don't see any way he falls past the third, and that's probably where I'm looking, uh, depending on where I'm picking. But I could, t- I could see myself taking him early third. I mean, the guy's going to see an uptick in usage. He's going to take. He's a good three point shooter. His blocks are going to be great. Um, Love it. And then also, I have to say, the, the coolest nickname I've heard is, I want to see the Serge Ibaka, Bismack Biombo front court. Have you, heard the, have you heard the nickname for that one yet? Nope. The conga line. <laughs> 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 that was my, one of the best things I've seen. That's so, great. Yeah, I forget who came up with it, but props to whoever did that. All right. Um, I, I can't believe you didn't, you didn't talk about your boy Mario. Oh, yeah. I don't really like him right now, but I think that may change. And I think that Orlando wants to win, so I hate that, I hate that he got killed, man. I was really excited for him. And then they just keep signing. Like, Jeff Green, that hurts Mario. Jody Meeks is going to hurt Mario a little bit. I uh, hated it. I hate what Orlando's doing so much. Aaron Gordon, the small forward, kills him. Yeah, if Aaron Gordon. I don't, they may play Mario at the, at the two, um, but Jody Meeks is kind of insurance. I don't know. But, yeah, he, Mario's pretty much 16-team territory right now. Yeah, and Evan Fournier doesn't help him either. Yeah, Fournier. What do you think about him, by the way? He was awesome last year. Yeah, I like him. Uh, I'm not too worried about Jody Meeks destroying Fournier. No, uh, not at all. So, yeah, I, I think Evan Fournier's a good, uh, you know, later middle-round middle round guy. Yeah, sixth-round guy. He's going to be 24 in October, so you're catching him on the way up still. Uh, for some reason, Fournier strikes me as like a 28-year-old. And I'm always like, oh, no, he's only 23, 24. Um, okay, and anything else? No, but it's time to talk about your favorite team. Yes, my Philadelphia 76ers with like 85 players on their roster right now. Um, <laughs> they have Jared Bayless. They picked up Spanish chocolate. Um, not like Randy Watson, but uh, the Spanish chocolate. Um, so he's going to apply backup Bayless. They picked up Gerald Henderson this morning uh, on a nice little deal, two for 18, pretty solid. Um, they have Ben Simmons, I love. Uh, we'll talk about him in a sec. Ish Smith is gone, and they are gonna, they're going to make a trade here with Noel Okafor, and Embiid uh, won't get traded because his value is too low. But one of those guys has to get traded, right? It would appear that way, yes. I mean, they're, gonna, they're fully endorsing Ben Simmons starting at the four. So you're basically having three centers uh, on your team. And I think Simmons is going to play huge minutes too. I expect him to play 30, 33, 34. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, what are you going to, I mean, you have to trade one of those guys have to. Yeah. And I think uh, moving Noel makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. So I, I think Newlands Noel is going to get traded. Uh, it's, it was a busy 4th of July weekend. I have not seen any summer league at all except for two Ben Simmons passes, which were amazing. <laughs> yeah, he could pass, man, and uh, he sets, he's smart. Like You could see him setting up passing lanes, and like I tweeted out one pass that was pretty basic, 
But it's not just about the pass. It's about setting up the pass, man. Like, I, he's smart. I'm, I'm digging Simmons right now. Um, I don't like him too much for fantasy because he's not a great free throw shooter. But I made, I think people will take him more than me. But DFS, we're going to talk about this guy a lot. Yeah, he looks good. He, he looks good. Jared Bayless going to be starting at shooting point guard there, it looks like. Looks like it, yeah. They, a lot of... Um, Tom Moore was saying that they don't see Sergio Rodriguez as a starter, so he's going to come off the bench. They have Timothy Luwawu, uh, um, who may stick on the team. Nick Stauskas, Sas Castillo, is plummeting down the depth charts, man. Top 10 pick, and he's already been traded, and he may get, he, he'll probably get included in like a Noel deal or something, man. I mean, he's, he's just terrible. He is tumbling. You, you are correct. Hmm. Cool. Best nickname, but... The, the game does not match it. So what are you doing with Noel? Uh, if he gets traded, I'd imagine he would lose value. We're talking about a guy who really came on strong late in the year after a bad start, finished as a, a top 60 player. But after the, uh, after the first couple months, he was pretty much top 30-ish. Um, so where are you seeing him in that region? I have no idea where he's going. So I, I don't really know, and I, I don't. If he doesn't get traded, I don't like him at all. Um, draft draft wise this year, yeah, it's it's not good. I'm I'm off him. I mean, fifth sixth round, he won't be there. He'll be going coming off. I think third and fourth um, with the blocking and stuff. But yeah, Boston makes the most sense. Like they need another big man down there, and they have all those assets. Yeah, that, that that does make sense. He could play center for them. Yep. Him and Horford would be a real nice tandem. Rim-protecting guy versus a, kind of an on-ball defending guy. That would be a nice little one-two down there. Um, are you drafted Embiid? Nope. No, not at all. Not even last-round pick. Eh, uh, yeah, if I needed a center with my last-round pick, I'd take Embiid. Yeah, I don't think he'll be there. I think people will be like, oh, he's the best. But yeah, I'll take him... It depends on who's there. If I'm drafting in like a competitive league where all my favorite guys are going, I'd probably take him. I'd take him around 110 or so. Yeah, well, I I'm interested to see training camp and see what this team looks like once they cut the dead weight off and and see um, what they plan to do with Okafor and Embiid. Um, if Embiid's starting at center for them, that changes things for me. But if Okafor is starting and Embiid's coming off the bench, I, I'm going to have trouble pulling the trigger. I think he only needs about, if he can make his shots, I think he only needs about 20, 22 minutes to crack top 100. I love I love those new guys, man. He's He's got a really nice upside. Covington? Yeah, I, I don't know what to make of Robert Covington, man. Like some, Sometimes he looks incredible, and other times he just doesn't. And uh, He was kind of rolling last year until he got hurt, and then he, he never really got back in a groove. Um, but you know, the only two small forwards on that team are him and Hollis Thompson. So Covington's probably going to have a, another pretty decent year. I think he's, he's like a fifth, sixth round pick for me. I'm a little bit lower. Uh, I hate the low field goal percentage. I think his three pointers are going to drop with more shots going around to other guys. Uh, so yeah, I'm probably like seventh, eighth, but he's coming up. I, I think Covington is one of the most underrated guys in the NBA, man. Uh, he's still 25. He's going to be 26. So you're catching him in this prime. But yeah, I mean, I mean, you can get threes later. If you really miss on threes, then I'm okay with him there. Uh, anybody else? Mm-hmm. Gerald Henderson? No. Eh. no. Not really loving him. But yeah. uh, he had a good year last year. Yeah, solid. Late in the year, too, when they went small in Portland, he was pretty good. Way better than I thought he was going to be. Yeah. What about Bayless? You drafted him at all? He's going to start. I think he's going to shoot a lot of threes with a lot of the offense going through Simmons. Yeah, I think um, I think Bayless is is a sleeper point guard that you can get late. Um, people don't really get excited by his name, but uh, I I feel like whoever's starting at point guard for Philly is going to put up numbers. So I'm I kind of like Jared Bayless this year. Yeah, I'm with you late. Um, he's not going to give you many assists. You're pretty much you're basically drafting a shooting guard uh, at the point guard spot. I just expect him to kind of fire away uh, while they run more offense through the other guys. Yeah, 
Uh, who do you, Lynn or Bayless? I think they're going to be right there together. Um, I think I would I would go Bayless over Lynn. Yeah, I I think Bayless has the higher ceiling, so I'm going to go Bayless as well. I think he can really light up some threes. Pretty uh, close. It's close, yeah. Um, Jeremy, my boy Jeremy Grant, he got he got the kibosh put on him. It's, it kind of stinks. All those freaking power forwards down there. Um, anybody else you want to add? Nah, I think we covered it. Yeah. By the way, Christian Wood and Rashad Holmes look great uh, on Monday night in summer league for whatever's that whatever that's worth, which is nothing. Um, so we got two teams and two probably the little, or least relevant uh, teams uh, here. Uh, we got the Raptors re-signed to Rosen just off the max of one thirty nine million dollar deal, fourteen million uh, left on the table. Uh, they have lost Bismack. They spent their two first round picks on. Uh, a couple centers, Jakob Pertle and uh, Pascal Sycam. Uh, both of them, are, I think Pertle may have a chance at the rotation, uh, but not not Pascal. Um, Lowry's our man. I think Lowry's looking at uh, early second round value again. He was so good last year. Um, a little bit older, so and he was he's kind of shaking off that injury prone tag a little bit, huh? Say that. Say that again. Kyle Lowry. Where do you see uh, Lowry's? He played seventy-seven games last year. I mean, he's coming around. Yeah, he, he's. I mean, he's a top-tier point guard. I, I, I really like Lowry. Skinny Lowry, man. It, that uh, that narrative actually paid off. Usually, people skinny get, Lowry. Yeah, usually people get a little too excited when guys lose weight in training camp. Yeah, he actually came through and uh, overcame the stigma of skinny guys still being crappy basketball players. Yeah, <laughs> muscle watch and weight watch, all that fun stuff. Uh, I'm not drafting DeRozan. I, I I could see me using him in daily. Yeah, yeah, uh, quite a bit. But his lack of threes is frustrating. Yep, and I mean he lack wasn't every- too great late in the year. Finished as only finished as a top fifty player. T- so. Well, and the last memory we have of DeRozan <laughs> is being horrible in the playoffs for the most part. Yeah, and maybe he was in a contract year uh, to, to be that bad. That definitely stings. Anybody else? Damari Carroll. I think Damari Carroll can be a, a late value, man. He was terrible last year. Uh, really nice ceiling or floor, too. Wow. And he was hurt. Yep. So if he's healthy, he should be much more like the Damari Carroll we saw in Atlanta the season before last. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be targeting him. You think the Raptors would like to have that Anthony Bennett pick over again? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they were thinking with picking him up. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he looked, he lost a lot of weight actually. Have you seen it? Have you seen him um, at the the Team Canada stuff? Nope. Yeah, he's lost some weight, man. Looks pretty. He looks. He always looks good in summer, but then he just nope. He's looking svelte. <laughs> yeah, he's he's yeah. I, I don't see him making it back into the NBA. Definitely one of the worst number one picks. Uh, oh, and they make, need a power forward too, man. Like their power forward lottery is is not looking very good. Oh yeah, they got to They'll sign someone, I think. Yeah, they need to. Maybe maybe Nerlens Noel ends up there. There you go. That's another great landing spot too. They have assets too, so that would be a good place for Noel. Great one. All right, so Washington, uh, they picked up Trey Burke. They lost Ramon Sessions. Bradley Beal re-signed for the Max. They picked up Yamai Himi. Uh, nice little deal. Jared Dudley's gone. Nene is almost certainly gone. Um, nothing. Re- uh, Otto Porter is intriguing to me. Uh, Scott Brooks really pimped him. So uh, I could see myself getting on the Otto Porter bandwagon. Yeah, I, I like Porter's game. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> Uh, Johnny Wall, where where are you taking John Wall? Nine cat, I can't do it, man. Uh, probably, I'm, he'll be coming off the board late first, I think, and I'm probably more like late second. Terrible, yeah. terrible after the break last year again. Yep, he's racking up some miles too, man. He's he's his body's uh, had a lot of a lot of minutes played. Yeah, what do you think about? Be- I like Beal. Man, I like Beal. He's signed that big contract. Uh, I'm just nervous. He burns me every year with that leg. Yeah. Every time. And I, I don't know, man. I, I think 
I'm probably going to let somebody else deal with his leg this year. Yeah. Just don't play him 40 minutes a game, like eight games in a row. That was so stupid. <laughs> now, I could see him. I could see him. Who would you take, Beal or DeRozan? Ugh. I think I would take DeRozan. I'd, I'd take Beal, man. I love that guy. But I'm probably in the minority on that one. I love him too, but I don't love it when he goes down for six weeks right in the middle of my run. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I'm all, I always go into every draft thinking I'm like higher on Bradley Beal than everyone, and I like never draft him. There's a, there's always somebody else who's just like ah, I like him more than you do. He always goes like right before I'm eyeing him up. So what do you think about Wait, Kelly? Go- Sorry, go ahead. Oh, Ke- uh, Kelly Oubre. Yeah, I was gonna say Kelly Oubre. Uh. I like what he does. I just don't think he's going to get a chance to do it very often with Porter in front of him. Uh, or, well, I mean, Porter's injury prone. Bradley Beal's injury prone. So uh, I think he'll be a sneaky 30-team pickup for somebody, potentially, if uh, if Beal does go down. What well, about your boy, Markeith Morris? No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> was solid last year, but, uh, yeah, I'm not a Markeith guy anymore. He used to be, though. I think he's going to play a lot for them. Yeah, he should play a lot, but he's not going to get a lot of shots. Beal's going to get shots. Wall's going to get shots. So, And obviously, I think Marcin Gortat takes a big hit with Jan Mahimi in there. Well, I love Gortat. He was a great pick. But, uh, yeah, now I'm not quite as high on him. Still think yeah. he's a solid late mid-rounder, but the top 50 pick is kind of done. Yeah. Um. Any, a trade, what do you think about the Trey Burke move? Interesting to you at all? No. No? No. Not, uh, not really? I'm Ron Burgundy? I'm Ron, yeah. Uh, you know, if Wall goes down at some point, Burke's, you know, remember what Ramon Sessions did for them every time he, he got minutes and started. So uh, there's potential there, but it's going to take an injury for it to come to Come to light. Is there, though? I mean, this guy could barely crack 40% from the field uh, in his career. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good on that. Even if Wall gets hurt, man, I'm good with that. Yeah. I think uh, – what, what do you think the Wizards' record is going to look like? Are they, are they going to flirt with the playoffs? I think they'll be right – I think they were really disappointing last year. So, I think they'll be in, I think they'll be in that 7, 8, 9, 10 – neighborhood yeah they'll be flirting with it again but it's it's not going to be an easy easy task yeah i mean they had a terrible year and they were doing okay and then bradley beal got derailed they're going into it this year kind of as a better team i guess with markeith there um you know they didn't really lose anyone i mean dudley sure but i mean it's not someone you're gonna miss so i think they'll I think they'll be okay i think i'll say they're gonna make the playoffs you just said Bradley Beal got derailed. Exactly. That is why I'm taking DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> yeah. I just hate. I just hate DeRozan, man. I, I, don't like, I, I like to protect my uh, my my field goal percentage and my need some threes, man. I uh, hate that no threes thing. I know you do. And Beal, Beal was down last year too. Like Beal didn't. Have, he wasn't like too great. He had a, a pretty down season, but he's coming into his prime too. I love that. So. All right. All right. That's a hell of a lot of info. So hopefully it wasn't too bad. Uh, anything else you want to add before we get out of here? No, I don't think so. Our, our little eight-year-old baseball team uh, lost a couple games on oh. Saturday, so we are done. We're going to have a meeting on Thursday to figure out what we want to do. We want to keep we want to keep this group of all-star kids together going forward. Hopefully, uh, they'll all play together in high school and. Um, there's, there's some good talent on that team. So it's, it's been a pretty fun ride. I'm kind of looking forward to getting back into the NBA and away from eight year old baseball for a little bit though. Going to have to renegotiate some contracts for those eight year olds. We might have to. They have a a salary cap down there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, it's big league, two bags of big league chew. Nice. Love that stuff. All right, so we're out of here on that. We'll be back tomorrow to talk some Western Conference with me and Jonas. So thanks, everyone, for listening, and thanks for coming on, Steve. All right, see y'all. 
This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie, and fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks.